0: Okay. Good morning. Today's share should be Leila Leila My my Menachem When Menachem Nauenberg was nifter seven years ago, a tremendous man who uh, grew up in France, uh, not in a necessarily a firm area, he had to walk literally four to five miles. It was an hour and a half walk to shul. He went through shas three times with the Daf Yomi. The the Arts was like another appendage of his. He was always attached to it. Woke up an hour before minyan and say Tehillim every day. Uh, so it's really a, a uh, a doting grandfather, a good father-in-law, father, husband. So Hashem should have aliyah, and she continued to be a melech share, especially during these uh, difficult times for all of Klal Yisrael. Okay, so we are on Chaf Beis Amud Aleph. We are 18 lines from the from the top. We were discussing last week, just to pick up that uh, Ezra made a takana that a bal that a bal has to go ahead and uh, dip in the do tefillah in the mikveh before he can learn Torah and before he is able to daven. And um, we, we discussed that there are certain things that he allows, right, that uh, Rabbi Huda says you can be maharer, even more than that, not just benching and kriyashma, but even the brachos of kriyashma, as well as the bercha samotzi. Um, and we discussed at the very end, there are certain things that he allows you to learn. He does, we said he doesn't hold a maharer. Hero is not kidibor. He allows you actually to articulate. So what does he allow you to articulate? We said certain things like derech derecharetz, meaning certain things to, just to teach you how to behave appropriately. <coughs> Behave, if you don't have to delve deep and plumb the depths of that Torah, you're able to say it even while you're a balkari. So the Gemara is going to go into a little bit about it now, what types of learning one is able to do as a balkari. We're going to discuss momentarily, um, in a few moments, the most unbelievable piece about uh, being mevatel Piri of Arivia. The consequences of not being able to go ahead and to do tefillah if you're a balkari may have bigger implications. It may lead to the fact that people may not want to have bia with their wives if they have to find a mikvah in order to go ahead and daven and learn. And if there's no mikveh around, then it may actually come to the point where a husband says, I can't be intimate with you, and it's going to lead to the decrease in pre tashmish, and and decrease in the whole purpose. One of the reasons why we're here is that put us on this world to populate the world, to populate the world with Yidin, who are going to follow in the path path and the footsteps of the Torah Kadosha. So we're going to see how that impacts us. But for right now, we're just going to discuss Today's gemara is not challenging as opposed to last week's. So let's start off. <coughs> eighteen lines. We say Rabbi Yossi, Omer Shonu One is allowed to go ahead and learn even while a Balkari, You had a uh, you know you had a, a mission of Zera. You're a Balkari. You really, Ezra was misaki, and that you need to do tevila, But he allows us, Rabbi Yossi, at least. Chavbeiz a min aleph. Eighteen lines from the bottom, from the top. Sorry, eighteen lines down. Eighteen lines down. Rabbi Yossi, Omer Shonu so he says you can learn those things that you learned already very well that you don't have to go ahead and go so deep. You're not going to really be so involved in the thought process of the learning. Those things you're able to learn because you're not going, getting involved so deeply. <laughs> as long as you don't elaborate on the Mishnah. Ben No, you can elaborate on the Mishnah. Vena Balkari can go ahead <clears throat> and recite the Mishnah because we don't go ahead. In the Shach Levataria the back and forth, the Pilpul, in the Mishnah is not as great as the Gemara, and therefore one can go ahead and learn the Mishnah. He should not elaborate in Gemara. No, you can go ahead and elaborate in Gemara. <clears throat> but you don't go ahead and go ahead and be Dorish in those Psukim that have Shem's name. In other words, the Gemara often quotes the Psukim as a source of a halacha. Those you shouldn't mention. So you can do Mishnah, you can do Gemara. But not, you shouldn't go into the Pesukim so deep. Rabbi Yochanan HaSandler, Tamidash. Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Yochanan Asandler was, was uh, made sandals. As a, many of the Tanan, by the way, had a, uh, had a side gig. It wasn't just that they learned full-time. Rabbi Yochanan Asandler was one of them. He actually made sandals. Tamidash. Rabbi Akiva, Mishim, Rabbi Akiva, Omer. Lo'ikanis, the Midrash Kalikar. A Balkari can go ahead and learn. He should not involve himself, though, in the learning of Midrash. Because Midrash is always a little deeper. More contemplation is needed. Sometimes meditation, whatever it is. Therefore, that's, what, that's where he draws the line. V'amile, some name, he didn't say you shouldn't enter into Midrash. You shouldn't enter into Midrash. What's going to happen is, you're going to see your friend, your Chavrusah is going to call you over, and you'll have a Melcham Tashotor. You're going to get back and forth with the Chavrusah. You're going to get into it. And by... <coughs> By engaging with the chavrusah, you are going to go into the, plumb the depths of Torah, and therefore you should not do that while you are a balkari. Just do things that are light, things that you've learned already before, that you're really just recalling from memory. It's very easy for you. You can say it and learn it without learning something new, without going to depth. So, this is what we said, this is what all led us to this Gemara. Is Rabbi Huda's one that said, even when you're Balkari, you can learn Hilchos Derech how to be nice to your neighbor, how to give tzedakah, how to respond nicely. That's something that's just so Derech Herz, it's the natural way of the world that you don't have to go into depth. That you can just go ahead and recall even being a Balkari. Yes? Why would that even come up as a shayla? Why would that even be to be taught? It should be automatic. Yes, when you have it there. I, I don't, do you know how much tzedakah to give? What percent of you is supposed to give? If there's a, let's say, if there's a, uh, a hierarchy of tzedakah, I once asked Rav Shach recently when he came for Shabbos a couple of years ago, is there a hierarchy when it comes to tzedakah? <coughs> yeah. So especially today, everyone wants to give to Eretz Israel. What is the hierarchy? So this was after COVID. I asked him nothing. to Do before the uh, the matzah of Eretz Yisrael. and he actually said Ramosha Feinstein was asked. I think it was a Torah to me, Medina. I don't remember exact, uh, not his yeshiva, MTJ, but uh, Ramosha was asked. And he actually got up at the pulpit, uh, at the pulpit, at the mic, and he actually said that he thought at that time, again, this was before COVID where he had so many financial problems, Rav Moshe answered, and it's Rav Schechter, told me, I heard from his mouth, that he said two-thirds should be given to Torah institutions. So the reason I was asking Rav Schechter was because with, with, with Tom Cheshavis and the community growing because of COVID, people losing their jobs, he thought obviously in these times it might be different. But that's something that You know, not everyone knows. So there's a lot of uh, halachos uh, that uh, may seem very simple that certainly require a little more uh, more penetrating thought. So (laughs) Rabbi Yehuda Omer shonu bechazareth. One can learn (laughs) bechazareth maaseh Rabbi Yehuda shorai kari. It once was Rabbi Yehuda. Again, Rabbi Huda is the author of the statement that says one can actually articulate and learn Torah while being a balkari. We're going to have to see in a second how was he able to go ahead and be mevat al-Takhanes Ezra, who says, you need to do mikvah, you need to be tov on a mikvah if you're a balkari. So, no, Masri, who was walking and he, while he was a, uh, a balkari. Again, balkari is not spontaneous. That's a zav. Balkari means you had tashmesh, you had mutter relations with your, with your wife, and you were motzizera, so that's a balkari. <coughs> doesn't have a negative connotation. He's Al Gavanar is walking along the banks of the river with his talmidim. Amrul O Talmid of His talmidim said to Rabbi Yudah our Rabbi, Lanu Perik Echad BeHilchas Daracheretz. Teach us one halacha of Hilchas Daracheretz. So Yorad Vitaval. Before he did that, he, he took a dive, went into the water for mikvah, came back up, and then shanulam. Then he taught them. So they said to him, Rebbe, Are you not the author of the statement who says while you're a balkari, you're allowed to learn, so why are you taking a swim before you tell us? <clears throat> so For other people who are not on my level, and he didn't say this in a Balga, I take away. The, I'm telling him the basic halacha, the basic halacha is you're allowed to learn. However, However, when it comes to me, Machemer and me, I'm going to be Machamer myself. I'm not going to be Machamer. and you guys. You guys can go ahead and learn Hilchestar even without taking a dip. But for me, I wanted to do the proper way. Okay. <clears throat> Say again? Does he have to wait For Kachim, not for touch for Kachim and for trumas, but not for learning Torah. Good question. So <clears throat> even when you do Mikvah, you don't become Torah for Kachim and Trumah, you become Torah for learning but he's still in, very good. Okay, so Tosos asked this question, not here, but in Baba Kama. How could Rabbi Yehuda ben B'Seirag me mevatel Ezra? We know that we have a rule that ain't bezin mevatel... A bezin for elam called You have to be greater, both in number and in smartness and wisdom, in order to be mavatel an earlier takana. And we know that this katnu As we get further and further from mam and we go ahead and we descend in 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 in, in spirituality in Torah knowledge. So how could Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra a great tana, but Ezra was Ezra, one of the raviim. <clears throat> How was he able to be Mavatel and say one can go ahead and learn? So Tosos gives three reasons. One is that, he's, that Rabbi Huda Ben Seira is challenging, that maybe Ezra never made this takana. Number two, maybe Ezra made this takana with the thought that it could be Mivatel. In, in other words, it wasn't an, all, an all-inclusive or, or ironclad. He, he, he left an, an out in there, so to speak. And the third one, which we're going to get to a little bit later on, since this takana never took hold, it's mevatel, even without Rabbi Huda Ben it wasn't it, a takana. Only holds if if yachal tzibor l'amur If the tzibor, if the olam is able to go ahead and, and uphold it, <clears throat> so we can I discuss like that. So we're going to get to that when at the end of the shiur we can discuss that. We can discuss that. Okay. I might not be here, so I'll. listen. I will call you. Yeah, Actually, Ayal gave listen me Ayal reminding me that he's he owns a security firm and that he's going to be driving to Miami. If I don't put it on right away, so you can listen in the car. I'm going to learn what his uh, people can do. So, <clears throat> coming from a former paratrooper, uh, you take his word seriously. Okay, plus that Israeli accent's a tough... Okay, so now, <laughs> the reason Rabbi, why Rabbi Huda ben Besera says one is allowed to learn Torah as balkari, it comes up, that divrei Torah are never mekabel tuma. A person is macabal tuma, right? For example, Paraduma, aduma, what chukas, why do we need Paraduma? A Tommy mace, a person and a utensil. It never says that Torah is a din of, of tomei. He says, Tum, you're a Balkari and you want to learn, learn. Because ain't divrei Torah ka'vim tomei. Divrei Torah can never, it doesn't matter if, that, if you're a Tommy you can learn. So that's the reason why B'udabim says Ta'konos Ezra doesn't apply. b'tam game. There was a student who was going ahead and giving over uh, learning while he was a Balkarii, presumably. And he was running through it. He was so nervous that he was learning while he was about Kerry. He was stuttering. He was, he was murmuring. He was running through the words. He wasn't enunciating and pronouncing them correctly. In front of Rehudah Maseyra. So Amar Lehi, Bini, Rehudah calms him down. Listen, relax. Psach Speak slowly. Let your words shine forth. Say it with pride, with, with, with concentration, with, with ease. Slow down. <coughs> You don't have to rush. She ain't divrei Torah tumah because after all, divrei Torah not makabel tumah. She as it says, "Ha'lo kol These are the words. Are uh, my words not like fire? Says Hashem, "My Eishinu makabel tumah." Just as is not makabel tumah. After divrei Torah ain't makabel tumah. We see that my words, says Hashem, are like fire. And since fire do not does not uh, contract tumah, so too neither do words of Torah. Therefore, you can say it slowly. Amar Mar. Now. We said earlier just to review Mattiasa Mishnah he, we said that Reuchem ben Yosef said that one can go ahead and learn the Mishnah when he is a Balkari. But he Gemara but should not go ahead and elaborate on the Mishnah uh sorry on the Gemara the law also says that the Amra Rabbi Amra Rabakha bar yakum Mishmarbenu halakha Mattiasa Mishnah Gemara one can learn Mishnah but should not elaborate And Gemara Gemara by definition is there to go ahead and to explore the depths of the Mishnah. The Mishnah gives the straight halacha, the Gemara gives the background, the shakla, the and therefore, by definition, when one learns Gemara, he's going to get much more involved, and that should not be done in the state of being a balkari. Kitan, I will say, this is a machlokas, whether you can learn Gemara or not. It's a machlokas, amaran, um, Tanoim. Because we learned before, Matzias mission of One opinion says that you can learn the mission, but not the Gemara when you're a Bal Kari. We Rabbi Meir, who will hold like Rabbi Lari, that like we just said. Some say these are both mutter and both say some are. Some say those are both user, Bottom line is it's a machlokas, what you can go ahead and learn. Manda Amara, the person who says the sheet that holds that Zeviza, meaning Gomorrah and Mishnah, are both us to learn in a state of being a balkari. That's exactly like Rabyokal and that we said earlier on. And man, uman zev zemutar. Those who say that you can go ahead and learn both Gemara and Mishnah. Rabbi bin ben like who says you can learn because ain divrei Torah Okay, we have one more little piece before we get to the fun stuff. I mean, funner stuff. Not that Gemara is not fun. Funner stuff. Off, fun stuff off the daf. Let's 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 qualify. am No The the world is no egg. The mina ga is to follow the following three elder, elderly people elderly and these are as follows kribi loi agaz is agaz is the first shearings of the sheep each year the, you have to the coin should give to the not the Kohen, the farmer should give to the to the coin okay so whenever you go ahead and you start the shearing uh season whatever it is it's gotten kind of warm outside they grew a lot of fur you go ahead and do reishah sagaz, you go ahead and you start to shear. That should go to the card. We'll see what the aloha is in a second. The second topic, we're going to, is about kelaim. Rabbi Yosha, we're passing like Rabbi Yosha by kelaim. Kalaim is many different uh, faces, right? Kelaim is, uh, the traditional shatnes is wool and linen. Kelaim can also be mating animals that should not be mated. Um, it should also, also attaching to the same plow animals of different types. And also planting vineyards with, with uh, right, in Karem, Kalai Karem, if you plant wheat, let's say, with, with a vineyard with, with grapes, that's also many different types of Kalai. And the third one, which is relevant to us, is we pass Kalai like, Karem when it comes to the i.e., that a balcari can learn because Enon the Kablan Tumas. Igmar's gonna expound a little bit. On what this means? What what are the three halachos? So, When it comes to rachis agaz, the beginning the sharing of the of the animal that you have to give to the kohen. The first wool, the sanya. Rabbi Omer, rachis agaz ein elabaretz. His, we're passing like this, that Reish the only the farmers. It's one of those mitzvahs, one of those mitzvahs that are only within Eretz Yisrael, so that if you own a farm outside of Eretz Yisrael, you don't necessarily have to give. It might be a nice thing to do, but you're certainly not mitzvah to go ahead and give the first shearings of the wool of the season to the to the Kohen. So that's what we're passing like. It's only in Eretz Yisrael. By Reb Yosha, by Kelayim, what is it? Kedachziv lo sizra <laughs> the only time you're in and klaykam, we said there are multiple different types of klayim, mating animals, affixing more than one animal to the same plow, uh, shatn is uh, wool and linen. One of them is planting in a vineyard. When you plant, says Rabbi Yoshia, only if you plant chita wheat uh, and soora barley, vichartsan a grape seed, in one swift motion. When you do all three at the same time, that's when you violate Kalai Karim. And that's the Vipaskin. Okay. We're not going to get into Kalayim now. And lastly, Rabbi Yudu Ben-Maseira Divrei Torah, the we Rabbi Yudu ben the Sanya, Rabbi Sera ben Omer, ain't Divrei Torah, Macablan Therefore, since Divrei Torah, not Macablan he did not hold like Takana and therefore he allowed us to go ahead and to learn. Okay, next. Kiyosah Z'Iyiri Omer, when Ziri came to Eretz, from Eretz Israel the Bavali, he said as follows, the, the Chachomim did not, went ahead and mevatel, this is to Jeff's question, they were mevatel, ezra. we do not have to go ahead and do tevila. If someone is a balkari, you can learn and daven, say kriyashma, women can daven. Even, we said that women who have tashmish have the status of a balkari right? Even if they're not poletas shekhvazera. Poletas shekhvazera we said is that a day or two later, whenever it is, they, they may emit Zara after having Tashmish that gives them the status, but even if they have Tashmish without being poleta Shekhva Zara, they don't emit um, from the uterus any Zerah after the after bia. they still have a status of Balkari. They theoretically should have gone like Balkari, to, to, but we're, they can do it because we're vatal the Chamur Mvatel, the, the flasa. Some say they were Batel when it's not just tevila, but their mavata they went ahead and abolished, they removed the obligation to go in and wash one's hands before they daven. Okay. So, manda amr bitlua litvilosa, that opinion who says that what their mavata was a tevila, that a Keri doesn't have to do tevila before he learns or davens, sh'mon sh'ma, we we now know who the author is because the Moshe says you don't even have to you can learn so obviously they did away with it. There's no obligation to go ahead and to wash. Who does that person who says the opinion that says when they're mivatel they're mivatal. This is again when um, when Z'iri came. He said the following Allahos to Bavli. He said in Eretz Yisrael they said the following. He said some say that he said what, what he authored or what he stated was that they're mivatal, the obligation to wash before you daven, wash your hands before uh, davening. Who's that opinion like? Rav Chista was the one who says that you should not, if Zeman Tefillah has come and you can't find a place to wash on Tila Sedaim, don't start looking around and running a mile here, a mile there, and you're going to miss Zeman he lied. He criticized those who would spend time running around rather than, than davening. If you're going to miss Matzvot, if you're not going to miss Matzvot, go look. But if you're going to miss davening with Sebor to wash, he criticized that and said that's silly. And that's who the opinion is like that we don't have to go ahead and wash at all before davening. Okay, here's the here's the part. We know that we're obligated according to Alista Ezra to go into a mikveh. Mikvah has what's the what's the amount of a mikveh? 40, 40. <laughs> 40 saw. 40 saw. We'll, we'll just see later how we got in uh, Erevin discusses how we got to that. What is the amount by the way just in, in numbers? Anyone have any idea what 40 saw is about? It's about 200 gallons. Most mikvahs have much more than 200 gallons today, but that is we'll see from the We'll see that more Erevin discusses Think Davdal, we'll get to that in a couple moments. Now they made an even easier takana that Ezra says you have to go into a mikvah, we're going to say tes kabin. You don't need a 40 saw. All you need is test carbon, which is a few gallons, either five or nine, depending how much you hold. But it's enough just to wash your whole body. We'll see whether a shower takes that place today. But all you need is, and if you don't have 40 saw, so almost everyone can find a couple gallons in the water. You pour it on him, you may not need Mayim shuvin; doesn't necessarily have to be drawn, uh, uh, rainwater might be able to be drawn water. Bottom line is, it's all you need. The Chachatmim took it down a couple notches. Assuming that the Takana of Ezra still exists, that a balkeri has to go ahead and do tefillah, the Chacham said, we'll give you an etza. All you have to pour on top of yourself is test carbon of mayim, nine carbon, which is about a few gallons as opposed to 200 gallons, so it's a lot but, easier. But can that, can that uh, kula only be used
1: when as a, a balkeri?
0: A bal-keri, bal-keri yeah, so the Gemara says, good. Balkari shenos Very good question, but yes, the Gemara knew you were going to ask that, Jeff. Thank you. And they said, <laughs> specifically by a balkeri, shenos of tisha kabin mayim, you your tahor. Now listen to this, Nachum Ish Gamzu, the familiar the, the famous Nachum Ish Gamzu that everything is done for a good person, good purpose, mm-hmm. right the story of the, we all know the story in the forest. Yeah. He got stuck at night. He had a donkey, he had a rooster, and he had a candle. It was Rabbi Akiva. It was Rabbi Akiva, right? But he says Gamzu la Correct. But he learned by the way, who was yeah. Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe? He was Nachum Ish Gamzu. So he learned it from from Nachomiz Gamzu, and everything that happened, he says, for a purpose, and you know, you're familiar with the whole story. So now, <clears throat> Nachomiz Gamzu Lachsha. When Rabbi, when Gamzu, who was, heard this halacha, that there's a kula, he whispered it. He was afraid to actually <laughs> announce it publicly that there's a kula. Okay? Look at the next line. Rabbi He whispered it to his talmud. Who was his talmud? Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva then passed it on to his talmud, Lachsha. He whispered it. Did not go ahead and announce it publicly that there's a kula that you, a balkari can go ahead and uh, uh, cleanse himself with nine carbon water rather than a mikvah. He did not go ahead to be machus. He did not publicize it. He whispered it to his Talmud, Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, loch ben Azai. Ben Azai was Rabbi Akiva's Talmud. Ben Azai is famous for nafshi chashka b'torah. Ben Azai never got married. He said, how can I get married? I'm married to the Torah. I don't have time. And there was... <coughs> There's one Gemara that says he married Abikiva's daughter, but most opinions hold that Ben Azai never got married. In fact, in Simon Aleph in Evan O'Ezer, Oz Dalid, Oz uh, Simon, um, Simon Kathandav Dalid, Dalid in the first Simon in Evan Ezer, the Shulchan Aruch says that if you are like Ben Azai, that nafshi <laughs> B'Torah, my, my soul is intertwined with Torah, you don't have to get married, provided that ain't Yitzro Togfo, that the Yitzhahara doesn't get hold of you and you do things that you shouldn't be, be doing as a man with hormones. But if you are at that level, you don't, have to get, you don't have to get married. So Ben Azai was Rabbi Akiva's Talmud. Rabbi Akiva whispered this kula to him. He didn't, he didn't go ahead and announce it. Ben Azai, though, went ahead and took a, a, a pedestal, stood up on a soapbox in the shuk and announced this kula to everybody that you, you can go ahead and you can go ahead and be metah yourself as a boker with tisha kabin, okay. Now, pligi betrayam arayben That's a machlokas. What exactly Ben Azai did? Some say Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Rabbi, Yosef, Rabbi Zvidal, chad, tani, shna. Some say Rabbi Ben Azai learned it out loud and was mafarshim and publicized it. This this kulon. And the others say the Laksha. And there some say that he was only he only whispered it. The Gemara continues. The person who says that he went ahead and he was mafarshim and publicized it and made it publicly. Uh, known that you can go ahead and all barqueries can go ahead and be mitar themselves to learn Torah with only non carbons, six gallons or seven gallons as opposed to 200 gallons. Why? Mishum B'tel Torah, he didn't want to be M'vatel Torah. If people didn't have a, have a, a, a mikvah, they wouldn't learn. So, he wanted to make a kula so they can go ahead and learn. They were about carry already, and now they need a mikvah. You don't need a mikvah, you can go ahead. That's why he wanted to publicize this. And then on the opposite side, he didn't want people not to have Tashmish if they didn't have a mikvah. So, in order to accomplish both by announcing this kula, not only will people be able to learn, but they won't be hesitant to have bia with their wives. Because in the event that he says that uh, I, I'm visiting, uh, I don't know, some small town in Europe where there's no mikvah, and if I have Bia, whether or not I won't be able to learn for the next four days until we get back to Boko Raton. So then I'm not going to have Tashmish with her. And therefore, he, because he didn't want to be Mivalta Puravru, that's why he says, Ben Azai went ahead and announced it. Umad Tani Lachsha, those people say, Ben did not have the, 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 um, the confidence to go ahead and announce such a Kula publicly, but rather he also whispered it. Again, Nochum Gamzu whispered it to his Talmud, Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva whispered it. He said it in, 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 in private to, uh, to uh, Ben Azai. Ben Azai has two opinions. Either he continued to pass it down quietly or he publicized it. The person says that he kept it quiet. He, if he would go ahead and say that you can go ahead and have this kula with Tisha men and women would be involved in Tashmish all day long. And since he didn't want his uh, men to go ahead and be involved in Tashmish all day long, therefore he kept it quiet. All right. What is this concept of bittel period of What does it mean, bittel Peri of Arabia? There's a very, very well-known Gemara, in the beginning of Nida daf, Gimelam and Be'ez, nachlokas If a woman sees that she, um, that she, let's say they have Bia, or, and that she sees Nida, anytime she sees Nida, doesn't mean that she's really a Nida 24 hours retroactively, because Nida, by the time it exits her body, but it means the process already started a little before. So Zemach Lokos Pilos said, Shammai. Shammai tells Beis if you're going to tell me that she's Tamea already 24 mm-hmm. hours earlier, men are always going to be afraid to have Puravu, to have Tashmish, right? The kind Because if it comes out that a day later they have, tashmish, they have Tashmish and then a few hours later or a day later she's an ida, turns out she's an retroactively, then he's going to be hive cars. So if that's the case, says in came Imkem Bitalta Pirverivya, you're going to cause such fear and trepidation amongst the men that you're never go. want going to have have uh, have be with their wives. Now that this concept, by the way, is throughout Shas. Gemara in Erevin, the Samach Gimel discusses that Yoshua bin Nun did not have son, not have any children. According to the Marsha, he had daughters, just not have sons. The Gemara says why? Why was Yeshua bin Nun punished? So the Gemara says there he extended the Melchama with Yericho by one day. And because he extended, he was Mavato a few things. Mavato the Talmud, they couldn't bring a carbon. his mevatel learning. And there's a rule that as long as the Aron is in the battlefield, you cannot engage in Tashmish. So by extending the war one more day, and kept the Aron in the battlefield, he prevented men and women from having Tashmish. Says the Gemara, that's the punishment. That's why he was not zochet to have children. He is mevatel peri verivia. Okay, there's another Gemara that discusses in Shabbos ta'af hey, discusses that B'nai Eli we had, Eli had two children who were not the most uh, righteous, Chafni and Pinchas and whether they took bigger portions than they should have the Gemara also discusses that they, it says that they, may, they, they slept with all the women now what does that mean slept? so it says the Gemara says anyone who says that Eli and Pinchas the Gemara says who actually slept with all the women ain't all the Torah they, were not, they did not actually sleep with all the women what happened was as follows they were not so trustworthy, and the women that had to bring their karbanos, whether they were yoledes, whatever it was, whether they gave birth, the women had to bring their karbanos. They didn't actually believe or have faith that Chofni of Pinchas, B'nai Eili, who was the Kohen during the time of Shmuel, Anavi, that they would bring the karbanos. So the women didn't just, it's like, you know, when you go to the, the um, airport, you put your bag down. Some people wait for it to get on the conveyor belt. Other people just, it'll get there. My wife always makes me wait until it gets on the conveyor belt. And once on the Kavari belt, we can leave. So the women didn't trust that they gave them the carbon that Eili, Khafni, and Pentecost would actually bring it. They had to wait to see them actually physically bring it. And they would always delay them a day in getting home. And because the women had to stay an extra day, we put it on their cheshben that they caused their wives to be mavato pruravu with their husbands, and it's on their husband as if they slept with the women. But the Gemara says they didn't actually sleep with the women, but it explains it now. They were mavata la mitzvah pruravu. Okay, that's another example. Now, we're going to get to Argamar in a second. But these are examples of Bittl-Piravirvi, whether it's Gemara Nida, by Nida, whether she's 24 hours earlier considered a Nida after she goes in and becomes a physical Nida, whether it's the case of Yeshua, that he didn't have children, the Masha says he had so- daughters, not sons, because he delayed the Malchama with Yerichal one day and prevented the uh, Tashmish between intimacy, husbands and wives, the Gemara in Shabbos by B'nai Eli. Before I get to the punchline, there's a Gemara that we discussed way, 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 way back when in Gemara in Listen to what the Gemara says. When David was we're talking about the times when a king gets up, doesn't mean the first three hours of the day. David Amalek also at night, we saw that he gets up in the middle of the night. Kachatso, to say Tell him, so on and so forth. He says, Dovr Melch says, I am not like the other kings, the other kings, Basavadam. Listen to what he says. Dovr Melch, we bono shalolim, says Kachachach, look, chasidani, am I not righteous? Shikomalche, Mizrach, Omar, of all the human kings, whether from the east, spanning the world, east to the west, Yoshvim, agudos, agudos, pechvodam. When they get up to have their breakfast talk, they're talking about how many chariots they have, how big their army is, how many wives, how many spoils. All Divrei Gashmis and Divrei Hevel. Vani Yodai Bedam Bedam I go ahead and involve myself in the blood of Nida, in the blood of placenta, birth blood. Why? I'm getting myself dirty in halacha so I could be Mataher Ishulabila. I could be mitahir. I can go ahead and purify women for their husbands. Why? He doesn't say that I should find the right din that I should be, I'm, I'm, he, he's admitting that my slant is towards being metahir, a woman. Right? He wants to promote tashmish, meaning in a kush, in a kush way, obviously, she's a full-blown nida, it's not going to be metahir. Says the Node de Behuda, the Node de Behuda learns from this, that actually we should always be down the kafskos, meaning not down the kafskos, but always have a slant. Whenever you're asked to Shaila by nida, if there's a little wiggle room, err on the side of being promoting uh, Tara, so that a woman can go in and because Bito Pira this is exactly what Davra Melch was saying, and this is not to who, in fact, says this as a parenthetical. It's very interesting, by the way, just from this Gemara, you can see what the uh, the Achronim, the Rishon Achronim, were able to, to extract from simple words in the Gemara that just fly over us. The Bach holds that when a uh, the Ba'ez Chadash holds, the Ba'ach holds that when a woman, br- a man usually brings a ketem, a stain to a, a damnida, to a, to a rov to ask a shayla, it has to be dried. It has to be dried. Because the blood, the color changes when it's wet, when it's fresh, or when it's dried. The Taz, by the way, who was his son-in-law, dis- and the Shach disagree with that, and they bring a riot from the following. Yodai <inaudible> miluch my hands got dirty. If blood is dried, your hands are not getting dirty. So it's actually, it's very interesting. The uh, Torah Shlomim, it's brought in, the Shulchan Aruch brings from here, says that you should actually make the shila when the dom is still fresh. Because Yodai Miluch my hands got dirty. If you touch dry blood, it doesn't, doesn't go to your fingertips. If you, if you touch wet blood, obviously fresh blood, then it goes to your fingertips. The point of this Gemara was to show that dovit HaMelech, Dovid HaMelech, was metair, he doesn't say that it was, my, my goal was to find the, the actual din, Tomei or Torah, Tomei or Torah. But Kidei Latair, my slant was to Kidei l'tar, um Kidei Ish Baila, With that in mind, to find the Kula. To find the Kula, exactly, to find the Kula. With that in mind, here's the most unbelievable part of this. I heard this from Srilly Bornstein, who gives uh, a Yomi in Lakewood. Why would it be, Rebbe Kiva, how many wives did Rebbe Kiva have in total? He had three wives. Three wives. Nachum Gamzu was married. Neither one of them went ahead and publicized this kula. Ben Azai never had wives, never married. And yet he took it upon himself, this is going to one mandamar to get up, announce it in the, uh, to all the men who are balay keri, you can go ahead and watch with Tes Kabin. He was the one who took the initiative to go ahead and be Mepharsimit. What's pshat? What? what? What's that? What's that say? They don't say that uh, there are no gay mandala. So there are no gevadavar, but okay. So we're, we, I, I teach. I'm no a We uh, all halacha, but we still teach it. There's a gemara in Shabbos Taflam and Aleph. We're all from very, very familiar with this gemara. One of the most famous gemaras in Shabbos. Mev Esterim Meretz Hashem. We always, teach, we all go to the Kisei Kavod, because Baruch is going to ask us six questions. The first one is. Nasata vinasata Muna Did you conduct yourselves in business in an honorable, honest fashion? By the way, parenthetically, I heard an amazing shot in this. I don't remember who said it. We all assume that nasata v'nasata is the verb, is the is the noun business, and muna is the is did you do it if, did you do it honestly? If you reverse the subject and the predicate, the the, the noun and the verb here. Nasatav and bemuna. did you go in back and forth in your amuna? In Amunah, Sashem requires work. It requires toil. So you can switch the Nasatav and bemuna. What's the verb and what's the noun? The traditional way we learn the Shabbat is Da Nasatav did you conduct yourselves in an ethical, moral manner in the business world? Were you a Chil Hashem or were you a Kiddush Hashem? But it, just parenthetically, it's nothing to do with what we're discussing now. But if you switch Nasatav and nasata, did you work and toil? In your emunas Hashem, beautiful, uh, beautiful uh, Musar. Anyway, Nasata bemuna. Did you go ahead and uh, conduct yourselves honest, honestly? The next question is, if I remember, is a uh, peri verivya. Did you osik Peri Varivia, pisa the Yeshua, Hevanta dar pepalta batora, so on and so forth. Why does it say Asakta saktah bperi Did you involve yourselves in pruvu? The obvious answer is. Because you can't say, did you fulfill it? It's not in our ability. It's my cloak is We pass it like Besil, you need a boy and a girl. You could do as much Tashmish as you want. There's no guarantee that you're going to get at least one of each gender. So that's the simple shot. Why I can't say Kiamta? It says Asakta. Comes to Marsha and says, an unbelievable thing. Marsha says, listen to this, guys. This is the tech is amazing. Asakta, of Perivarivia, were you involved in Perivaru? Did you help Yisomim and Yisomos get married? Did you help Boneolam? Were you involved in infertility? Were you involved in shiduchim? It doesn't mean necessarily that you yourself have to be involved in the maysa, in the tash maisa tashmish. Did you involve? Were you Osek vitzarche rabin? Did you help yourself in the community? We have one of my friends here whose wife is, 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 uh, is involved in shiduchim. Mindy's niece; she's doing her part, right? Oshek asak says the Marsha, Now we understand why Dafka had to be Ben Azai. Ben-Azai wasn't married. Rabbi Akiva and Nachom Gamzu were married. They were mechaim the mitzvah in the traditional sense. It's not a question why it was Ben-Azai. Ben it's pushed why it was Ben-Azai. Ben-Azai had to be involved because he didn't was not married and did not fulfill the mitzvah in the traditional way. That's the only
1: way he, make it.
0: That's the only way he was able to be mechaim. Now you understand why Ben-Azai had to be... It wasn't Lachsha. He was Shona. He got up and he set up in a soapbox. This is the kula. It makes 100% sense now. Beautiful, beautiful insight into a Sok de It's a, It's an achra'is for all of us to really get involved in any way you can. It's one of the bigger problems in uh, Shidukim in the, in, the, in the firm world today. Very, very quickly. I thought it was a beautiful piece. We discussed it back then. I just wanted to, uh, to bring it back up. Now, very quickly, Tess <clears> Kavin. <throat> we have two minutes. <clears throat> the source for Tevil in general... Is the prosulas in you wash your 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 body in water? And then before that, the Balkari says, <coughs> right before the discusses, Balkari says, Verachas Bamaim is So the gemara, you wash your whole body with uh, with uh, with water. So the Gemara learns out a uh hekesh, and the gemara says, Ervendavdal says they learn as cobasaro. What does it mean, all your body? That you cannot have a davar chodesh. You can't have anything coming between you and the water. Mayim, bimay mikvah, The Gemara says only something where you can dip your entire body can be immersed, and it comes out to forty saw. It says one amma by one amma by three ammos, depending what an amma is, but it comes out to about two hundred ammos, two hundred gallons. Now, as for chatzitzos <coughs> what's a chatzitzah? Chatzitza is anything that comes between comes between you, it separates you and the body. So there are two qualifications the Gemara learns out. Anything that covers the majority of your body, and anything that people are typically makbid to remove are considered chatzitzah. So ha-Torah, according to rashi alakh sinai. But those are the two qualifications you need to have a chatzitzah which and invalidates the tefillah. If it covers the majority of your body. Or, and, 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 both. And, it's something that people generally are mocked to remove. Midra if you have one of them, it's chotzeitz. Meaning, even if something only covers a tiny bit, a ring, covers a minority of your body, but people are certainly knowing to go ahead. You're not going to go into a, into a mud bath with, with a diamond ring. So that's a Khatsitsa. So, Midra Bonon, you only need either or. One or the other. And, in fact, that's the Shacharach Paskins. Correct, correct. Right. So, um, so la I'm not going to win have time to read it. You only need one of them. Now, Ezra Takana no longer applies. I'll have to tell us Jeff. The Rambam says as follows. The last one minute. We'll go through this quickly. Ezra took this type of toma outside of, in other words, no other obligation to, for any other type of tomeh to be tovel before you learn just by balkari this is the Rambam, as they state, it never took hold, it never took root. Says the Rambam, since it never took root, the Oilam wasn't able to be it wasn't able to live by it, it was too constricting, too restrictive. Then, it, it, it was mavatal vege nogu cholesterol likros patar of likros v'in bali korean and therefore even today bali korean still go ahead balkari even without tfila they go ahead and they read kreashman uh, and they and they bench and they and they do fish endar tova mecabot tuma toma el omdin patarasen because divetor doesn't mecabo toma and the ramon hosh tfila similarly says vilomne tuma vitara nogu ba elkedishlo yotamidah khamikun sum it's on the same kitar golim Ezra Stakhan had nothing to do with actual Tuma. He didn't want men and women to spend their times like chickens, constantly being together with the doors closed. That's not what we're put on this world for. Certainly, is, is, there's, there's a time to, to be, to be Kadosh, have Tashmish, for the right reasons, but not to do this every day. And if you didn't have some kind of, not punishment, but some kind of after effect, where you have to do a little bit out of your way to go ahead and to learn Torah and Torah by going to Tefillah, he was afraid that it would be like this all day long. Now, why, why test kabin last minute why how did we get to test kabin because test kabin was measured that it's enough to cover your whole body okay and it comes out to about Chazun says three gallons others say up to six gallons and the Tashbates who's brought in the base Yosef says the reason they got to this because there's no source for the test kabin he says this is the amount needed to wash your whole body and in fact the Taras Mayim. A safer. He says that showers today, because they put out two to three gallons every couple of seconds, will suffice. Again, we don't hold of this test cabin anymore. It was bought to le gamre. But But it, a shower would suffice anyway because you're putting enough water on you at that one time. Um, I'm not here tomorrow. I mean, I'm here tomorrow, but my daughter, Mitchell's is getting married on Sunday. Thank you, thank you. So I have a lot of... Uh, even today was a fight. Not a fight, but was a challenge. Was a challenge, was a challenge. Chas Vashem wasn't a fight, challenge. But, but, uh, but uh, next Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, we'll pick up next Wednesday, Tuesday, too close to the wedding, so next Wednesday, Mitzvah and then we'll be regular. Have a wonderful day.